You're listening to All Over the Shop, my journey through the English language. So they've taken the English language, but they've looked at some of it and they thought, no, no, I think we need a little bit more explanation. Yeah, you guys made it so that people don't understand it. That's stupid. <laughs> That's not smart. We've made it better. In a form of gook of stentorian, sesquipedalian sentences that nobody can ever understand. Well, Ock, well, there's going to be a good wee bit of noise. N-O-I-C-E, noise. 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 Feel awful because they're speaking English, but I could not understand a single word. It was like the common one that you get stick over is the do be, they do be, he does be, and so on. Uh, good luck over there, but whatever you do, don't forget your accent, all right? Hello. And welcome to episode 8 of All Over the Shop. I'm your host, Barbara Feeney. Yes, here again, in lockdown, in my bedroom. Same seat, same view. Tonight I'm having a beer, breaking out, it's the weekend. I know guys, it's been a while, but I'm back, I'm here. Tonight I'm going to bring a bit of light into your lives, into this bleak shit show of a world we live in. Because we're going to be talking about hun, chick. Babe, sweetie, that's right, it's pet names. Time for feedback and listener wisdom and, you know, just the things that I forgot. As you remember, the last episode was a rude one. We're talking about swear words. There was a couple I forgot, a couple of great Irish rude phrases. Fair fucks to you. Love that. Just, even just fair fucks. Fair fucks. Go on to fuck. Great phrase. Go on to fuck. Can mean a lot of things. I will in me whole. That's a real good one. So Irish. Like, it just says it all, doesn't it? Balls. It's a good one because it's not too rude. It's kind of like on the fence. That's, I, sorry, not too, it's not rude at all, is it? Balls. Well, it depends how you're interpreting it. And in New Zealand, apparently, they're very fond of the C word. This is a family show. I'm not going to say the C word. I'll let you, I'll let you say it in your mind. I feel like if we say the C word in Ireland, it has to have a lot of like anger attached to it. You have to have reason to use it. You wouldn't be just throwing that in anywhere because it's the top shelf stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, if you're Scottish, I think you can use it as well. I think it depends on your accent. Kiwis and the Scots, I think they can use it and you wouldn't be offended. I also remembered a familial swear word that was sometimes used in our house. I, we probably wouldn't be using this outside of the house because any street cred you had would be lost if you use this. And it was, it's like Judas, as I talked about. And this one was Jerusalem. It's pretty good. It just got a bit of oomph to it. Jerusalem. I've always been quite fascinated by pet names. I know if you're a regular listener, you're probably saying you're fascinated by everything, Barbara. And I am. But pet names are particularly interesting. I mean, they became more relevant in the past few days because it was Valentine's Day. You saw lots of emotional, heartfelt expressions on social media. We'll say no more. But what I think is fascinating is how they're used in different English-speaking countries. 
the ones that are used, how they're used, like the meaning and sincerity behind them. Because in Ireland, we use them, definitely. It depends, you know, who you are, how you're using them. But there's a lot of irony with them, you know. And I think maybe nowadays people have started to adopt more of them. And we're going to we're going to look at a few of those in a minute because there's a lot of question marks over some of the names that you hear bandied about. And I think people need to take a long, hard look at themselves and listen to what they're saying. So to try and understand people a bit more, I've done some research because I love research. No better place to do it, as always, than Instagram. So I asked my followers, is it ever acceptable to use pet names? I was quite surprised to find out that 55% of people said, yes, it is acceptable. 45% said no. And and within that yes vote, there were quite a lot of male voters. Now, it, maybe it's more skewed with male American voters in there. But a few Irish people, I'm not going to name and shame anyone because I don't do that. But I know who you are. And then I did put up a question box. I'm like an influencer on my Instagram. And I asked people to share their favorite pet names or their own personal pet names. And I got some wonderful feedback, which I will share with you shortly. But to properly understand this topic, it's very much a list episode. Picture this mind map, okay? And I've mapped them out, put them into different categories because that's what you have to do. So I'm going to take you through that and explain my reasoning, okay? Don't be offended. If I criticize one of the pet names that you use, I'm very sorry. But it's not personal, okay? But perhaps you should reconsider using it. Just saying, okay? First of all, you have to look at when you're assessing pet names, who's using them and who they're being used for. So we could divide them up into the following categories. Lovers or romantic use which is, there's a lot of questionable ones in there. Parent-child, they're mostly fine, you know, friends or platonic pet names. Some questionable ones in there. Collectives, we'll get into that one. And then we have the unique or the kind of tailored ones, which I received in my Instagram inbox. Very interesting. And I mean, there's further subgroups within these. You could further divide them up into food, food names, there's a lot of them. Nature, plant names, animal, rodent names, and then there's some vulgar ones. Obviously, the Irish listeners had to send in some vulgar ones, my God. I'll start with the acceptable pet names. What is acceptable to use? Now, this is me, this is my opinion. So if you don't like what I'm saying, I'm sorry. We'll start with pal. It's quite benign pal hi pal it's not going to offend anyone greatly yeah you can use that doll hi doll I feel that's quite English quite Englishy sweetheart that's very much I would put in the parent child category so that's fine you can use that if you like love there's a lot of different ways of using love because it could be your lover it could be the bus driver calling you love. And that's, it's not rude or offensive. It's actually 
can be quite endearing. I mean, there could be some sort of creep calling you love and that's not okay. But for the most part, we'll allow you to use that. Pet, that's grand. Mate, it's quite Aussie. We'll let them away with it. Darling, really, I would say that's very English. It's quite nice. Angel, I don't really know how that made it onto the acceptable list. But I think if it was a mother calling her little daughter Angel, that's fine. Like princess, dear. More so if it was an older person calling a younger person dear. Hi dear. Dude, very American. But I don't find it too offensive. There's some really American ones that I just can't deal with, which we will get to. But again, quite American. Hey bud. Grand, isn't it? Okay, let's move into the middle column. A lot of these are used, I would say, in Ireland in a very ironic fashion. And that is, that's okay. Gal. Hey gal, that could nearly be in with pal in the acceptable column. It's a little bit cheesy. Babe or bae, it's okay. But I mean, it's counterpart baby. It's absolutely chronic, no way. Anyone who uses baby, they should reassess what they're saying. Again, maybe it's acceptable in America. Hey baby, but... Sorry, if you're saying hey baby in Ireland, uh, just you're going to have to reconsider. Chica. Yeah, chica's, you know, if said in an ironic way, we'll go with it. Sweet pea. Sweet pea for parent-child relationship, fine. But you could also call your friend sweet pea in kind of a jokey way. Hon or honzo. Yeah, we can, we can take that. Sista, another great term. Used in the right way. Queen. I should actually put queen in the acceptable one. Love queen. Hey queen. Love it. Senorita. It's a nice one. Home girl, home boy. Pretty cringe. Now, this is the never column. Or the violent vomit or no way column. Don't be offended. I just don't agree with them. As I said, baby or babykins which I came upon on an American website. Chick. Can't handle that. Sweetie. Hey, sweetie. Especially if someone says that to you in a patronising way. It's like, no. Duck or ducky. Not into it. Poppet. Hello, poppet. Muffin. Just doesn't do it for me. Twinkle. No. Dimples. Found that on an American list. Cutie pie. Too much. Kiddo. No, it's too American for me. Jelly bean. That's just foul. Missy. Hey, or miss. Hey, missy. Oh, can't deal with that. My ride or die. That's just, oh God. Buddy. Buddy actually isn't too bad. Hey, buddy. It just wouldn't carry well in Ireland. But listen, some people can use it. It might work. Might work for you. Go ahead. Champ. Hey champ, now the next couple are real American, but I had to include them because they are legitimate pet names. So my American listeners, please proceed if you want. But I mean, if you're in Ireland, you're never going to get away with these. Coach, Junior, Boo, Boo is just, oh no. Hey Boo, Munchkin, Buttercup, Punk, and Squirt, no. I can't. Sorry. 
I do have a few other categories that I need to draw your attention to. As I mentioned, the unique or tailored ones that people sent me. Some really interesting ones here. Potato. Bababoo. Bub. Which came up quite a few times. The Aussies are fond of bub or bubba. Dumpling. I kind of like that because I love dumplings. Dumpy. And then block your ears if you're going to be offended. Here's the vulgar ones. Big dick, which came up a few times. Sugar tits also came up a few times. Shithead. And then Jan. That's not vulgar, but uh, it was included. And then we've got the collectives. The collective terms. Lads. Perfectly fine. Very Irish guys again. Very Irish, hey guys. Two that are quite English. I found that people used a lot when I lived in London. Gang, hey gang. Team, hey team. And two that I just can't cope with. Peeps and fam. A vulgar one. Bitches. Used in the right way, it's fine. And amigos. So that's my rundown of pet names. I'm sure I've missed some. Misused some misinterpreted some so get in touch with your feedback and tell me what I have missed and I want to hear more unique personal pet names because they give us all a bit of a laugh you heard it You know what that means. It's time for Word of the Podcast. Today we've two. When I come across peculiar words or just words that I thought I knew the meaning of and then I find a new meaning, I kind of jot them down or I email them to myself. So I was recently clearing out my email and I came across one and the subject was nemophilist. And I was like, what's going on here? And then I remembered, yes, Barbara, you're so organized that I clearly come across this word somewhere. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Is it nemophilist or nemophilist? Do you know what it means? A person who loves or is fond of woods or forests. It's really good, isn't it? It's interesting. And the second word is one of those words that you have no idea what it means. This often happens to me at work. You hear a word and you're like, oh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. And then you frantically Google it, if you can even spell it. And I came across this word a couple of times with an old colleague of mine. And that word is vivistitude. It's beautiful sounding. Vivistitude. The quality or state of being changeable. Or natural change or mutation visible in nature or in human affairs. Or a favourable or unfavourable event or situation that occurs by chance. There you go. That's a bit of an education for you. The pronunciation peeve. Today, just one word. A word I've, I've toyed with, the pronunciation, my entire life. Is it communal or communal? Now, in recent times, I've said communal. But you often hear communal. I don't have a particular stance on this one because I'm often pretty riled up about pronunciations. But in this one, I need your help. Communal or communal? 
anyway, that is it for today. I hope. Hello. And I see nice. <laughs> That's Neve there. Hi, Neve. We're finishing up. It's dinner time. It's time to go. I've just been beckoned to dinner. I hope we brought a bit of lightness into the darkness that we're living through. And please get in touch with your feedback. Till next time. Bye bye.